Hi folks, Pastor Eric Tritton here from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio with a, another midweek message. Uh, the sermon this week is entitled Entrusted with an Inheritance, and it's the second message in our stewardship series this year. Um, if you look in the text of the uh, the email that comes with this, uh, the uh, the readings are posted there from Amos chapter 5, Hebrews 3, Mark 10, and Psalm 90. Uh, and, and those are all linked, so you can go and read those and um I think that if you read them before you come into worship on Sunday, that you'll actually find a benefit of being a little bit more aware of where things are, are heading for Sunday. And uh, it, it the message is really rooted in Mark chapter 10, where Jesus has an interaction with a, a young man who is wealthy, who comes to Jesus and he, he asks a question, um, what must I do to inherit eternal life which is a which is a fascinating question when you think about it what must i do to inherit eternal life um what are some things you've inherited um when my dad died i i received a, a number of things from him um and uh, those are things that I, I cherish. They're things that are important, are important to me, and they, they remind me of how I was raised and, and all kinds of good things. As Christians, I would argue that our first and greatest inheritance is actually the gospel. It's this good news that God loves us in, in Jesus and for Jesus' sake, that we're reconciled with God. And, and catch that word reconciled, because it means that at one point, uh, we were estranged from him. And uh, that's a reality of our lives that uh, sometimes is overlooked and, and under uh, underappreciated in terms of the impact that that has on us and how we view the world and, and view our lives. When we talk about the, the, the good news of Jesus, we often talk about the forgiveness of sins. And that is a, that's a big deal, you know, to have our sins washed away in Jesus' blood. Uh, another gift of the gospel is the everlasting life that Jesus has given to us in his resurrection. And I would also like to point out that all of these things, all of these good benefits that we have inherited are all given to us for Jesus' sake, and we receive them as a, a gift by faith. There's nothing that we do to, to earn them. Uh, it's completely and totally a, an issue of grace, Uh which is a beautiful word because the root word for grace also means gift. So we have this incredible inheritance in the gospel. But we should also be really clear that the gospel comes to us through the word. And when we start talking about the word, this, this is an overarching theme and the gospel is part of God's word. It's a very important part. It's probably the part that, that we need to really focus in on to understand who God is and what his attitude is toward us. But within the word, there are a variety of different doctrines, different teachings. That's, that's all what a, a doctrine is, is it's, it's a teaching. Um, doctrine, however, is sometimes seen as a, as a dirty word, but, uh, but doctrines are actually very important. For instance, Jesus is God. That's a doctrine. That's a teaching of the scriptures. Now, we're going to have 
a, a verse in our reading from John chapter 10. It's verse 18 that sometimes people will point to and say, well, Jesus doesn't claim to be God. Uh, because in verse 18, he, he says, no one is good except God alone. And some people say, look, Jesus says, you know, if we want to talk about good, we have to talk about God, not talk about me. However, we don't have just one section that teaches us that Jesus is God. If you go to John chapter 10, verse 33, Jesus' hearers were picking up stones to stone him because they understood what he was saying. They understood that he was claiming to be God. And then when you look at Jesus' I am statements all across the Gospel of John, he, he is basically claiming to be God. Uh, that little phrase, I am, is a direct translation of, of God's name given to, to Moses in, in the Old Testament. And even this little bit in, in Mark chapter 18, when he says, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone, is not a denial. Uh, it, it might be coy, but he's not denying being God. Uh, he, uh, he is very much saying that he is the good teacher that has come for us to teach us the truth and to reveal some important things, especially the gospel. So connecting back to, to God's word, God's teachings are essential for us. And when we look at these teachings, we find two overarching categories. The first overarching category is the gospel, the one that we talked about earlier. It's the message of Christ crucified, risen, returning for you. It's the message of forgiveness of sins for you. It's the message of the life of the Spirit for you. But the other teaching that's contained in the Word of God, which is also authoritative for our life, is what we call the law. And, and the law is everything in God's Word that teaches us what we ought to do. It's that part of the scripture that shows us what sin is, and it shows us how we're supposed to live. Whether or not we live like that is saying, this is how you're supposed to live. And even the law then can be divided into what we call two tables, or two relationships. Part of that relationship deals with our, our interaction with God. And the other part of that deals with our interaction with our neighbors, our fellow human beings. We tend to focus on the part that's about our neighbors. It's kind of the nice being nice to the people around them. Now, the gospel focuses on, on our neighbors too. It, it focuses us on forgiveness and reconciliation with our neighbors. But the law really really digs into how do you treat your neighbor? How do you act toward them? So it's in the law that we find teachings on morality. And we're going to see this really clearly in our readings from Amos, uh, talking about taking advantage of, of the poor, um, transgressing and, and you know, being greedy and things like this. It's also uh, in our reading from, from Hebrews for this weekend, where we're warned not to harden our hearts and not to, to rebel. Um, we also hear this message of the law uh, through concepts of justice. And um, we talk a lot about justice these days because we've recognized some significant injustices that are taking place in our society. 
Well, in Amos, the prophet is pointing out different injustices that are going on in that society. The whole book of Amos is really a, 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 a takedown of, of all the injustices that were going on in Israel uh, at the time. So we're taught about justice, and that's a matter of the law. And there's another interesting aspect of the law, and that is what we call wisdom. Uh, Psalm 90, uh, the psalm for the Sunday says, uh, teach us to number our days so that we might gain a heart of wisdom. And in Proverbs, it tells us that the beginning of wisdom is actually uh, the fear of the Lord. So wisdom then draws us back into our relationship with God to consider our, our rebellion against him. And I want you to remember those, those two teachings, gospel and law, but also these two tables of the law, because that will be significant when we start talking about this young man and the way that he approaches Jesus in our gospel reading. So as we think about God's word as an inheritance, as something that's given to us, a, a great treasure that we, um, that we, uh, we love and, and we really uh, hold closely, which part of God's word do we want to pass on like an inheritance to the next generation? Do we want to pass on the law, the message of God's condemnation against sin? And if we do want to pass along the law, which part or which parts? Do we want to focus on the parts about our neighbors? Do we want to focus on the, the parts that deal with our relationship with God? Or maybe you're of the mindset that we should really focus on passing on the gospel, this good news of God's forgiveness of sins. But if we don't talk about the law in connection with the gospel, um, which sins are we trying to communicate forgiveness for? If our communication of the gospel is at the expense of the law, what's its real value? If it's bringing forgiveness of sins and sins have been set aside, why does anybody need forgiveness? Why would anybody need the gospel? So when we start talking about which parts of God's word we want to pass on, the truth is we, we want to pass on the full message of the gospel and the law, the full message of, of God's word. Because when we think about which parts we have been entrusted with, we've been entrusted with this full message of God's truth. And that truth contains the commandments, their teachings. It contains the law, the prophets, the apostles. It contains Jesus himself. It contains this message that while the world has fallen into sin, God has redeemed us through Jesus' blood, through Jesus' death and resurrection. So Psalm 90, the psalm that's appointed for Sunday, will teach us to number our days aright. And that is a reminder that the things that we're dealing with here are actually a matter of death and life. Amos is going to encourage us to seek good and not evil. You know, and when he talks about seeking good and, and not evil, he's talking about according to God's definitions. And those are going to run, run contrary to human definitions sometimes. Amos is going to call on us to hate evil and to love good. That might be challenging to us. 
because there are a lot of things in this world that are evil that the world teaches us are actually good uh, and that we should love these things. So we, we need to listen to what God says to us through the prophet to, to have this, this heart of wisdom. And then the last line of our reading from, from Mark uh, comes to us from Jesus where he says, follow me. And that's where we're, we're going to really focus for our inheritances. How do we follow Jesus? What does that mean to follow Jesus? Because I want to submit to you even today that it's not just doing the right things. It's not just teaching the right things. It's about believing what Jesus has done for us. And then that shaping and transforming our lives that we recognize that in Jesus we are receiving a great inheritance. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Sunday uh, when we talk about uh, in being entrusted uh, with an inheritance. We have a stewardship of an inheritance. God's blessings.